You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating, and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat. And stay up to date. Hi there. You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. Today I'm going back stateside, particularly North Carolina. Her name is Jennifer Lauren, part of Dimes and Whiskey. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good, Ta. How are you? How's it over there? Oh, it's great. It's sunny. Oh, too sunny, actually. It's about <laughs> 95 degrees, so oh, wow. um, you're sweating if you're outside. But it's a beautiful day in the Carolinas. That's just magical. I mean, we, we've had some warm temperatures here in the UK, and it's reached like 95, 96 degrees Fahrenheit up here in the north of England, that is. And it's been really, really nice. We're so used to cold and wet and windy weather. It's just horrible. Yeah, you guys get a lot of rain, huh? Yeah, I mean, it must put a lot of people off from coming here. (laughs) Right, when I was there, it rained the whole time. (laughs) That is so unlucky. I mean, we do get occasional week or so in the summertime where it's nice. Oh, gosh, bless you, though, a whole week. (laughs) So... For everybody out there, we've been trying to organise this uh, show for the past few days and today's been kind of hectic backwards and forwards and trying to make sure we fit in a time that suits, basically suits you because you've got a job on the side obviously because of a band's got to make money and with all the quarantine and all the lockdowns and all the reduced work, it must have been, it must be difficult. Yeah, so um, I do. I um, I have a, a day job, but we're also in the middle of um, pre-production on our album, which is also crazy busy. And um, because we're still releasing music like crazy, we're getting a lot of uh, media requests. So there's a lot of interviews, a lot of podcasts. And um, so it's just been a, a crazy time altogether. But yes, today I was out actually working my day job. Um, since we can't play music right now, we would be on tour at this moment. But since all of that was canceled, everyone's scrambling and finding other ways to pass the time and make some money. So, so yep, I'm, I'm doing that as well. Well, it's just a, um, a thing for people out there is you've got to support the artists, you know, buy the music, don't just stream, you know, the, when you purchase a, a single or an album, you know, in particular Heartbreak Queen, you can, that money, well, the majority of it does go to the band. And obviously you've got to split it between everybody, you know, the drummer and the guitars and the fiddle player. Yeah, so um to a degree. Well this album yeah, to a degree, yeah. So um it just depends on which writers on which song, but yes, it does go to the band and we've been so blessed with selling out of our CDs actually. Um we've mailed out so many of those and people have ordered them, which is great. Um it's nice that people still order like hard copies of things instead of just downloading it. Yeah. Um, cause that way we actually keep more of the money. So we just ordered a whole new batch. Um, we've been really blessed with this album to be in an indie band and to, you know, not be signed to a major label. We've gotten a lot of play and a lot of things have started to happen. So we're so grateful to our fans that have already purchased the album and, and, uh, streamed it as much as they have. I mean, I love what you said a uh, second ago there with the, um, the pre working on pre-production for, for your new album. Yeah, so it's my goal to drop a new album every year to 18 months. So every 12 to 18 months, my plan is to drop an album. So we dropped this one last November, and our new one will be out the first quarter of next year. Um, And it's a full album again, and it's all killer, no filler again. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing. And we've got we've ste- really stepped it up with this new album. All um, pro players coming in from Nashville that have played on uh, 
you know, major label X album. Yeah. So we're really, really excited about it. It's going to be a, a whole, whole different ball game. Um, but we're really proud of Heartbreak Queen. That album really, for what it was and where it started and where it went to, I mean, I, I couldn't be more proud of my first album. Now, we're here to mainly speak about your newest single, Keep On Keeping On. But I mm-hmm. I do want to stick with Heartbreak Queen for just a bit, you know. Just it, it's your baby, you know. It's your it's your music that's out there in the world, and people can enjoy that now, and it gives them a, a bit of a taste for what they can expect coming in the future. Yeah, so um, definitely we'll get to keep on keeping on. But Heartbreak Queen, you know, all the songs are stories from my life, and they're the first ten songs that I ever wrote. I didn't write like fifty songs and narrow it down. Those songs are the first ten songs I ever wrote. So. Um, to have them on the album and see it, different songs charting in different places and, and the reaction that we've gotten. Um, yeah, it's, it's been an amazing album and we're still going to release, I think one or two more singles off of it this year. Um, so, so you guys can be looking for that one for those two. Um, and every single we release is charted somewhere or topped plenty of charts. So we're really proud of it. I mean, when we do a review of a single, we get like a press kit or a bio on like previous music, how the artist has done. And in your bio, it actually talks quite a lot about Muddy Water and how fantastically it's done everywhere. Yeah, I was on already in a review with um, Galaxy FM in New Zealand. And I, it's so funny. I had no idea that our music had been played so much there. But he was like, did you know that Muddy Water has been requested 37,000 times this month? Like requested on the radio. I was like, what? Like, I mean, I started crying because I had no idea um, that it was doing that well. And then it topped the Euro charts, uh, the Euro- European Academy of Country Music, and and now Sugar Sticks at number four on there. So, I mean, I just am blown away by the response, especially in the European countries, to our music. So we're excited to start planning uh, trips over there next year to play. I mean, you're kind of... I don't like labelling a band with a genre, but you're very much country rock. You're very much heavy on rock and heavy on country. <laughs> yeah, you get a, a good, health, healthy dose of rock and roll in our music. And in my country, I mean, excuse me, my voice lends more to country, they say, but it's a big vocal. It's not, it's more of your Winona Judd and then kind of mixed with, um, you mix that with the Wilson sisters, you know, from Heart. And yeah. like, that's kind of what you get. And it's, um, yeah, we, we kind of kick your face in when we're playing live so it's yeah. a little it's crazy it's not your traditional fiddle playing it's um it's something different a lot of people call it swamp rock because it's really swampy in places and that's my old guitarist he um he's from new orleans and um so you, those swampy guitar riffs it's just something different but still mainstream enough for people to want to hear it all the time so it's it's working out well for us it- it just sums up perfectly like swampy rock. That is, I've ne- I've never heard that before until I actually read on Spotify like the um, bio that is on there. I know either yourself or your publicist does that, but to read right. swampy rock, it's just like yeah, that actually does really sum it up. It's really really cool. I mean, the whole of your music is just so punchy. There's there's certain songs in there that just constantly beat all the way through and then there's a couple where it's nice and mellow there's a, such a wide range it's it's brilliant to listen to thank you because it no song is exactly the same you've got five on there that rock pretty good um but then like you said 
you've got wasted on your love, which is all country, all slow. Um, which I'll go ahead and give you a tidbit. We're gonna we're gonna release a live version of that soon. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but yeah, then twenty five to life is all traditional country. You got your slide slide in it, um, and then your slide guitar. I mean, and yeah. then um, and then you've got hooks, which is straight blues. I mean, that's just all blues. There's yeah. you know nothing else in that. So the album is different throughout but it flows really nicely all together so which is what i want and you'll get that in the next album too it's going to be a variation of different genres so that it doesn't end up sounding like every song's the same yeah now you also did a cover of the devil went down to georgia yes yes so um we did and that has done fantastic people love it it's uh yeah i kind of put my own own little um spin on it and did kind of a badass chick version and i love it people love it um instead of just talking through it you know they're singing parts which are really cool and uh i don't know everyone seems to have given it a thumbs up so i'm really really happy about that because it's hard to cover a song like that and get great reviews yeah i mean i've been listening to it all day i've been listening to all of your music literally from the moment i've woken up today at 6 a.m to now where it's at 20 past eight in the evening and it has just been every time it cycled through. Every time the devil went down to George comes on, it's like I'm I'm trying to listen to the words, trying to see how it's been twisted. It almost seems like you're speaking at one point from the devil's point of view. Yeah, so that's how it was supposed to be interpreted. And if you watch the music video, you know we meant for it to be more like a dream, but where the devil was actually battling herself. So it was meant to be a little twist on the song. Yeah, it's just so cleverly done. And because in Charlie Daniels' version, he talks as if he's fighting the devil. And right. in this one, it's it was it's a mixture between being the devil and then being like a third person watching the devil fighting Jenny. And Oh, it, my gosh, I'm so glad you got that. That's so awesome. It's, it's just magical, really. I mean, especially with the sad news that we've recently had, it's... To see that come up, it was like, oh, perfect, not perfect timing, but it just, it felt, it felt like it fit. Yeah, it really did. And, um, well, you know, I woke up to so many streams on that song after that day and I was so sad, um, you know, so I was glad that we could, um, that we had that version out already. So yeah, um, cause I'm a big Charlie Daniels fan. So I was really happy that we had done that. Now, Hero. Ah, yes, Hero. <laughs> you say that you say that all the songs are pretty much based on your life to some degree. Mm-hmm. How 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 does Hero fit? So, uh, so Hero is so personal to me that we don't even play it live because I can't really make it through the song without crying yeah (laughs) so it's extremely personal to me um so I have Lyme disease I have been sick with that since I was about 12 years old and I mean some points in my life have been really really bad because of it um where I couldn't use my legs I was blind and deaf on my right side I um vomiting all the time just it it's just been a terrible disease that I've been afflicted with since I was a child and at my worst I Um, about 10 years ago, I didn't even know who my mother was. Like I was every other day. I, it was like I had Alzheimer's, which they misdiagnosed me with. Um, so my memory would come and go, but I felt like such a burden on everyone because I just felt like 
I wasn't functioning and my mom was having to like come down and try to take me to doctor's appointments. And she was driving me 10 hours one way, sometimes just to see a doctor up North because no one treats Lyme disease here. And so I felt like such a burden on her. And that song I wrote in the depths of despair where I just felt like I was going to be like that forever and that I needed to push her away and everyone else. That song's for my mom. Um, because she was trying to save me and I just, I didn't want to answer my phone. I just wanted to shut myself away. And I literally just felt like crawling in a hole. And this is the first time I've talked about this on a, um, on an interview. I really steer away from it because it's that personal to me, but I was in that kind of despair. And so this, this song is, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. That's a one take vocal on that song. Um, I wasn't even going to put it on the album because I just really wrote it for me. And it, it was, just a hard time. There's a line in it that says, um, I can feel the crazy it's coming for me. Um, and that's how it feels. I mean, it felt like I was losing my mind because the bacteria had gotten into my brain. And I, I don't know if you know much about Lyme disease, but once it becomes a chronic thing, it's, it's pretty painful for people and it can feel like you're losing your mind. Yeah. Cause you are. Um, so yeah, this song is for my mom because she was trying to save me like literally and she did. Um, but she just would not give up. And, um, so yeah, it was a really tough time in my life. Um, and since then I've went through five ports, uh, IV therapy for six to nine months at a time. Um, it's pretty, I've played many shows with a port in my arm or a port in my chest. Um, yeah, this disease has wreaked havoc on my life. So when I see like stars like Shania Twain had, you know, has had it, Avril Lavigne, Chris Christopherson, like a lot of people have been afflicted with it, but there's just not a lot of coverage for it, but it's, it's a terrible thing, but that's what hero is about. Um, yeah. Me pushing, pushing every way one away in my life at the time. Wow. At first, when I first listened to it, there was something that was quite gravitational towards it. It was, it just reminds me of the stereo. I want to say stereotypical, like hero movie where the world is like crumbling around them, but then there's always that one person that just saves, saves the day. And, to hear right. that story, I'm I'm really trying not to cry. Oh my! Oh, I know. I've got tears in my eyes right now because I know, like, even now, like, I haven't been feeling great lately. And and my mother, God bless her, you know, she's she knows when I'm starting to feel sick again because I'll like start becoming a hermit and like push everyone away because I don't want to be a burden on anybody. And so, you know, it's, and Lyme disease will do that. It'll isolate you. You'll, you'll just like want to shut down. And so I think of that song and her, but the, the lines in there, open up your arms. You say you can catch me. Um, you say you can save me, but we both know you can't be my hero. I mean, that was from my perspective, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I felt like I, in the words, I I'm already gone. Like, mentally I felt like I was just gone I mean I I didn't know who I was some days and um but to be able to battle back from that and know that it was her that really made sure that happened like she just will not give up she's relentless so um so that's one for her yeah that's awesome I mean it's always great to have that rock you know that you can rely on and to be for it to be your mother that's that's like the sweetest sentiment anybody could ever yeah yeah and you know I had a really rough childhood growing up my, my parents divorced when I was two and you know I wouldn't say my mom and my relationship was always wonderful it was just really rocky as in my childhood but I gotta tell you when I got to be an adult 
and understood things more. And she really came in in a part of my life when I, I really needed someone and didn't know it, you know, and she's been that person with my health for the last 10 years. It's just, you know, she's like, honey, you got to stay on it, you know, and cause I'll focus on music and work and everything else and really try to push it to the side because I don't want to face it. But then it gets to a point where I'm like, okay, it's time to go back, get my port put in, you know, go through the meds again. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just something I have to beat back constantly. So, um, but yeah, thank you for bringing that song up. I, I, um, I haven't put it out as a single and don't talk about it much, but it, it's really powerful. People that hear it, I've, I will take that back. We did play it live one time at our album release party and you could hear a pin drop. People came up crying and they were just like, wow, that song. And I'm just like, yeah, it's a, it's a powerful one. And, you know, we just got a song in a film this past year. So I, I think Hero might be one of those songs that eventually goes to a film. Yeah, it, it's, it's the perfect fit. I mean, it's so interrelatable that you can you can just picture yourself I mean that's the main thing with music and it's to create that almost that blank canvas so people can put their own emotions onto that song and you know tie in with how they feel with that song and to me you could I, I could put the positives into that and then I could put the negatives in there was just something that was just so like I say gravitational it, it just every time it kept cycling through the playlist it it was almost like rewind let's listen to that one again let's listen to that one again oh thank you it's a it's a very simple track um it's just a like i said one, one vocal one piano throughout and then just added a couple layers but when the violin got added to it i was like oh my gosh it just was heart-wrenching but um but thank you so much that means a lot to me that you actually listened to it and uh and got that i appreciate it i appreciate you you know not just for being able to write such a beautiful song you know it's i appreciate you for being able to talk about it as well because it must be so difficult it must be daunting almost yeah it it can be um you know like I said if you've obviously you've listened to the album but you know 25 to life is another one of those songs and so that's another one that my band loves they I mean that's their favorite song everyone's like this is my favorite song you know to play but I have such a hard time playing it because that song's for my brother and it's you know, it tells another story in my life of his drug addiction and, and how that took him away from me. And, you know, so it's just like some of these songs are so personal to me, but I feel like that's what really connects you to people. And so you kind of have to bear your soul if you're going to find that audience that, that will connect with you back. So, um, so songs like that are, yeah, they're real, real personal and, um, you know, mean a lot to me. Sorry, I got a little choked up. <laughs> you no. really got to me. I'm proud of you. That that's <laughs> twenty five to life was going to be like my next set of questions. Like, uh, yeah, I'm 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 speechless. I, it's very rare that I actually get speechless, but I'm choked. I'm. I, I feel. I, I, it really brings up. I'm starting to blubber. Oh my. <laughs> Okay, I want to go on from this now and to talk about your band before we actually get into the nitty-gritty with Keep On Keeping On. <laughs> yeah, so my my band is amazing. They are my also my rocks. Like, I mean, so there I have two basic band members that have been with me for a long time. Um 
Chris McKenney. He's the the longest standing band member. He has been with me since the beginning. Uh, he's my drummer. Yeah. Um, just amazing person. I I can't. I there's just not words to describe him. We have similar humor. We both are dorks. We love Star Wars. We love, um, <laughs> you know, just I comic books and you know we, we have so many similarities um so yeah he's he's my drummer and he's amazing played all the drums on heartbreak um just say he's toured around the country with me i mean i have dragged him across this country i don't know how many times <laughs> yeah so, uh, i love him to death and then brandon lambert is my bass player um also plays good guitar for us he um he is basically my handler i call him my handler uh, like he's like he's um he's awesome uh so those are my guys they're they're my full-time band members and then um everybody else you know players are coming from nashville our fiddle player cat uh yes cat mcdonald went to she graduated from berkeley and now is at belmont she lives in nashville she's getting her master's in commercial violin she is insane we i mean like not crazy but like insanely good yeah. um she <laughs> she's she plays piano bass um mandolin fiddle she's just insanely i i can't even say enough like i i got to play with her last week we flew her in from nashville to play on a live stream last week which is up on our page. I think it's pinned to the top now, but um, you'll see how amazing she is. Um, incredible. Um, now, Elena Gentry was the fiddle player that was on our SW20 live stream. Yeah. Um, also a redhead. Um, <laughs> it's about redheaded fiddle players, but Elena is Russian and um, classically trained violinist. Um, she's the one playing on the album. So in Heartbreak Queen, you know, um, that's who you're hearing on that album. And she has since, um, left the band. She got married and, um, yeah, she's amazing. I think she's just ready to move on to something else. So we're very happy for her. Um, but yeah, super talented, uh, violinist. She also plays mandolin as well and piano. So I feel like I've gotten to work with some really talented people and I'm so grateful for the ones that have come in and out of the band and lended their, you know, talent to our record and to our live shows. I mean, it says something when your violinist is graduated from Berkeley and then going to Belmont, like the most prestigious schools for music that country, in particular country artists as well now go to, you know, you hear about all these big artists that went to study at, you know, Belmont. It's, it, just, it says something. It says the level of caliber that you've got with your band. Right, exactly. Um, I feel like I, oh my gosh, just wait for this record because um, some of the players coming in are insane. Uh, Johnny Fung is in Nashville and he's coming in to play. He just played on um, Gabby Barrett's I Hope. Yeah. Uh, he played in program the banjo. He just played on a Jimmy Allen and Nelly track, which is insane. Um, so the fact that he's coming from Nashville to play on my record, I just, I'm blown away. It says something about the caliber of your work as well because these big stars, I Hope by Gabby Barrett, it's, it's one of those top songs of the year in the American country charts. And Absolutely, absolutely. And these, you know, these players coming out, I mean, it just blows my mind. Um, our, our bass player coming in from Nashville, I think he's playing with Craig Morgan now. Um, they're just, I mean, just 
I can't believe they want to come play on my record. And I, I'm just amazed by it. And I think this next album, a sophomore album, I feel like it's always hard, but I think this one's going to be incredible. So, um, and my, my manager, Eddie Z, um, just signed with us and, you know, he's a, a voting member of the Grammys. He's like, I mean, he's incredible. So the fact that he wants to work with me too, I don't know. I'm, I'm humbled by all of this. I, sometimes I wake up and, and I'm just like, whoa, what just happened? <laughs> you know? So, and, the, and it didn't happen just overnight. It took a lot of hard work, but sometimes I just can't believe that I get to do these things, you know? Yeah. That, that must be the most strangest like you say, you know, it's like a pinch yourself, am I dreaming kind of moment when all these big names and these these managers and everybody just starts coming to you saying, we want to be a part of you. You know, we want to, we want to work with you. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of sleepless nights. I think people don't see the what goes on behind the scenes with a band. You know, if they see someone that's made it, like Eric Church, who grew up right up the road from me, um, who is a massive star now, and... You know, I don't think they see all the work that goes into the behind the scenes part. You know, like we're constantly working, you know, constantly. Like if I'm out working my day job hard just so I can pay for a record because I don't want to use label money to do it. I don't want anyone else to own my masters, you know. And so I kill myself at work so that I can put money into the band. And it's not by luck. You know, luck is great, but that's where hard work meets opportunity, you know. Yeah. Um. And so hard work is everything. If you, that's what I tell other artists. People will be like, how are you playing these big festivals? How are you opening for so-and-so? I'm like, I worked my day job hard. That's how I got there. Exactly. <laughs> I went to work and I put money in my band. And it's not because I'm buying something. I'm not buying anything. Like I literally worked hard and marketed, you know? So it's, um, I don't know. It's just, um, it's a process. No matter how you get there, it takes a lot of hard work. So I commend anyone that's made anything in the music industry. I totally get that. I mean, one phrase that my father used to teach me all the time as a kid was, you get out what you put in. You put in a great deal, you get out a great deal. All the hard work's paying off for you. I feel like it's starting to. Yeah, we had a really great, great tour schedule this summer until COVID came along. And I was really proud of it. And we were actually, I was actually going to see Profit finally in this band um with high paying gigs and then that happened and you know I just had to keep my chin up and say you know everything's rescheduled for next year so we're going to be out there doing it next year but it's um you know it was a kick in the gut as it is for most artists so I'm just trying to stay positive like the rest of the musicians out there so we just we're going to focus all our energy on releasing music until we can get back out and play awesome so I'm going to put all this on hold now and actually talk about the main reason why we're here so you're bringing out a single, Keep On Keeping On. Yes, so Keep On Keeping On. Um, crazy how this came to be. I The same radio station I was talking about in New Zealand earlier, yeah. somehow I got introduced to this guy named Gare Miranda, who is in a big like heavy metal band over there. Um, he actually lives in Norway, but has toured all over the world um, in in the European regions and over in Australia and New Zealand. And anyway, got introduced to him and then we just started chatting and he was like, we love your music. Like he started listening to it and um, he's like, I've got a song. I'd love to send you and see what you do with it. And I was like, okay, cool. And I've never recorded anything other than devil went down to Georgia, but otherwise everything else I've written. So this is my time taking someone else's song 
and morphing it into my own sound. Um, so my guitar, well, bassist guitarist, Brandon, and I sat down and I told him kind of what I was looking for. And he started playing this guitar riff. And then my drummer added the, um, the toms and the, the beat to it that I, that I love. Anyone that knows me knows that I'm a big toms fan. I love the tribal feeling in that. I love the, the swamp rock as I like to call it, (laughs) but, um, but I, I just, I like, uh, I don't know if you ever listened to like Godsmack or some of some of these rock yeah. bands. Yeah. So I, I love that like voodoo feel, you know, so, um, <laughs> so I'm really into that. So that's kind of what I lended towards this song. And so we're excited for the track to come out. Um, it's totally different. It's written from his perspective. So it's a man writing this song. So, but I sang it the same way he wrote it. So I'm singing, you know, as a about a woman. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's intriguing and it's on, so I'm sure people are going to have questions about that. But that's great; it's publicity, whatever. So, um, but it's different. It's more rock than country, of course. Um, really swampy, um, you know, singing about meeting the devil, basically. So it's yeah. pretty, pretty cool. And um, yeah, I'm excited about it. I think it's got got a um, a neat vibe overall. Uh, but it's it's very different from the track he sent me, but he ended up loving it, and I'm really excited about that. And I think it's going to be used on a, on a TV show in Norway, so we'll see where it goes. Oh, brilliant! What what TV yeah. show is that? Um, it's the oh, what is there? There's a, <laughs> I had to think about how they say it. Sorry, because it's when it's I can't read the writing because it's written in their language. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's uh, it's basically their Norwegian redneck show, which is apparently like really big over there in Scandinavia. I'll have and to try it's and find funny. It. I've been watching some of the episodes. It is hilarious. Oh my gosh. Because I didn't even know there were rednecks in other parts of the world. <laughs> no. It's... But, um, it's pretty cool. So I'm like, okay, this is awesome. I mean, I find it fascinating that you mentioned the whole, you know, finding a woman aspect of the song. Now, Little Big Town had that big issue with Girl Crush, you know, mm-hmm. not so long back. You know, it, it's publicity for you, it's brilliant. Oh yeah, my manager because he he asked me about it when he first heard it, and he was like, "You know what people are gonna think?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but I think nowadays, like, whatever, you know." And um, that wasn't the point of the song, you know. There, there's actually the well, you know, you've heard it, so um, it wasn't the point of the song. It was more about being tempted by the devil. Um, but but yeah, what you know, it's publicity, like I said, and it's. Uh, if it sparks whatever in anyone's mind, that's fine too. Well, <laughs> so. that, that, that's it. That's, that's, that's perfect because that's what songs should do. It should spark that creative imagination in people's minds and to be able to paint a picture. You know, if people want to paint a picture of completely one scenario and it's leave them to it. You know, it's end of the day, it's your music. That's what it's there for. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so cool that you got that though. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for tomorrow. It comes out. Um, everybody's loving the graphic from it, and um, yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna do good. Where was that picture um, taken? That picture was taking uh, taken in a field, actually in North Carolina. I had to stand in this brush that was like chest high. Travis Trout took that photo. He's a photographer out of Seattle. Actually, he flew to North Carolina just to um, photograph me and. Um, yeah, we went out in this field. It was full of briars, and that photo was taken out there. So it was pretty cool. I mean, it, the whole vibe to it, I almost got like a Game of Thronesy kind of vibe, like a 
there should be like a dragon behind you. It's <laughs> I know, right? We should do that next time. I'm into that. And I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan, just so you know. I told you I'm a total dork. Like <laughs> I love that stuff. So I've I mean, I've watched Game of Thrones through I don't know, three times now. Like I'm I love it. You see, I started to watch it, but the issue was I actually started to watch it with my younger sister and I didn't realise how bad it actually was at one point. And then... Yeah, you can't do that with your sister. Yeah. <laughs> I, as soon as... It, as soon as the... I, I don't want to say it out loud, but as soon as stuff started happening on TV, I just got up and left. I just... I couldn't. I, <laughs> Yeah, no, that you have to either watch that by yourself or with your significant other. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, I've still yet to watch the majority of it. I mean, I was so hooked to begin with, but then it was like, okay, so I'm now going to go. I've got things yeah. to do. Bye. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I understand that completely. I, my mom was trying to watch it when I was staying over there one night, and I was like, I'm going to go in the other room because this is just weird. <laughs> That's always that's always the issue with like sex on TV and families. It's just so, yeah. It's there's some yeah, things not... that you like to just keep separate. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, um, I was gonna go watch Fifty Shades of Grey with my mom, and then I was like, yeah, no. Mm, <laughs> have you read the books? Yes, yes. I was like, yeah, this is not a good idea. <laughs> Oh, I might vomit. Just watching, actually watching that in a theater with anybody next to you is weird to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the thought I had. I mean, fair enough if there's like spaces between everybody, you know, where you just got your own, you can watch the film, but to be sat with a complete stranger. I mean, not that you should be doing anything in the cinema anyhow. Right. <laughs> oh my God. This yeah. is the best podcast ever. <laughs> See that, that this—that's what this is about. It's about the spontaneity and where the conversation goes. Absolutely, so, it's much more interesting when it's not scripted. <laughs> I mean, literally, I don't come into a podcast scripted at all for any show. It is—I make sure I've got knowledgeable in the music because that is what we're here for mainly. But other than that, no holds barred. Yeah, you you've been amazing. Like the fact that you knew my music makes me so happy. <laughs> that that's the main thing. I just want to go into the actual storyline to keep on keeping on. I love how you get it to flow. I mean, I know that Gear wrote the lyrics and you've portrayed the lyrics. I just love how you've carried it through through the different levels, through the different tones, through the different key changes from you know between the verse pre-chorus and chorus it's just all goes so smoothly yeah it's a good track i think it's catchy i think keep on keeping on is a good thing to be coming out with right now regardless of there's a few different storylines in there that kind of you know all relate to the same thing it's all about desire um basically but um but no matter what happens, you just got to keep on keeping on. And I think it's so important right now. It's such a simple message, but a really good uh, track title to be coming out with at this time, especially in the world. Yeah, that, that's the exact thought that I had when I was, you know, when I first got the track from Paige and I was writing reviews. It was like, this is actually really, really fits our current situation at the moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Looking, I love the line, uh, looking for salvation at the gates of hell. <laughs> I felt exactly. like that was a, 
a really cool line. And I was just like, you know what? Sometimes I feel like that. Like maybe we were looking in the wrong place sometimes for something, um, you know, but. Uh, <laughs> and then you follow it with meeting a woman. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it starts out with met a witchy woman, you know, basically. And it's just, uh, and it's supposed to be about, you You know, you're trying to do something, but you get off course, basically. Yeah. But no matter what, you just have to keep on keeping on. That's basically it, that we're, we're going through life and we get distracted, right? By desires, temptations, all sorts of things. When we're, when we're setting out to do something great, um, there are going to be all sorts of things along the way um, to distract us. And whether you call that the devil or whatever it is, um, it's there and it happens. It's your human nature. Um, but no matter what, you just got to keep on keeping on. That's how we should live our lives. You just, no matter what you go through, through adversity, as as you very well know. Absolutely. No matter what, you just keep keep pushing through. You know, there will be light at the end of the tunnel. There always is, no matter how dark it ever seems. Absolutely. I, I really, I believe that to my core after everything I've been through. Um, I just uh, had thyroid cancer this year and went through that too. And um, that was terrible in itself and was in a car accident. And like so many things have happened this year. And so when I got the chance to record the song, I was just like, this is so perfect for me right now because I was really getting to where I was like, oh my gosh, with COVID and everything. I mean, you know, you kind of want to give up some days. It's like, man, yeah. it just beats you down. And and then I'm like, nope, not doing it. We've come too far. Like, I'll be damned. Like, it's <laughs> not happening. I will pick myself up and we are going to go on and we're going to play and we're going to be great. Um, I've been in a boot for, for three months now on my leg and my foot because all my ligaments are torn in my left foot. And, um, and I was, my doctor's like, how are you going to perform in that? And I'm like, I'll put jewels all over i'll be dazzled my boot whatever i gotta do um well so. what's his name from um the foo fighters he had his um he sat he literally just sat on a chair with his foot up on the stage and just played his music yes you gotta do what you gotta do like and and so when this song was sent to me and the original version was great i mean the music was great it was a cool song so i was like wow you're letting me change this because it was really neat um and you know he even gave me a little writing credit on it which was awesome um because i did change a few words and a couple of things but um but yeah it was just it was really great timing so i'm really excited to put it out because everything else has been written by me or, or is written by me and so i'm excited to do someone else's song and and try to create something of my own with those words. So I'm glad you like it. Thank you so much. I mean, one storyline that I kind of, the vibe that I get from Keep On Keeping On is someone's almost got to the end of their life prematurely and they've gone to hell and they've almost been given a second chance. But instead of trying to be as good as possible, it's a case of just live your life, just go out there and just, you know, it's you could die at any moment. So just enjoy it. Exactly. It was so funny. I was talking to someone earlier about this is like with this whole coronavirus thing, you know, being locked down and everything. I mean, the mental or the effect on your mental capacity that that has and how it doesn't even feel like living if you're, if you can't get out and live, you know? Yeah. So if we stay this way forever, I mean, it's just like, Oh, like so many people are like, what's the point? You know, like I want to go on with life. And I feel like this song is like that too. Like, it's just like, get out and live. Like, like it's your last day, basically. Um, And I want to do more of that because I feel like sometimes we can get caught up in fear and 
you know, not living our lives to the fullest. And that's what happened with this band. You know, I didn't start this band until about three years ago. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to wake up when I'm 80 and say I didn't do it. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to be afraid. I was afraid to do it. I was like, what if people don't like me? You know, I was worried about that. And now I don't care. Like, if you don't like me, whatever. And it really took me getting to that point. And I would tell anyone that, like, stop caring what everyone else thinks and do what you love. And if it makes you happy, as long as you're not hurting anyone else, by God, go do it. You know. Too right. Too right. I've, I've got to give you a round of applause for that. That is, <laughs> that is it. That that's life in a nutshell. Who cares? Right. You know what yeah, would you, no, what would you rather have? You know, regrets of not doing something or regret doing something. But at least you've done it. Right. Exactly. And, uh, you know, because I, I know some of my friends are like, ah, she must be nuts. I'm sure people think that. But like, I'm like, I don't care. Um, um, I love being on stage and I love interacting with people that listen to my music. And um, I want to inspire people. And this is the way I want to do it. So I'm like, I'm just going to go do it. And if you don't like it, that's OK. You know, um, but a lot of people do. So it's working out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, You've been you've been through. So, I've been trying to keep track of everything that's happened in this, especially this past past year. Wow! Oh, this year has been a downer. I, I tell you, but I mean, I it's so funny. We could go on for hours, and I know this needs to end soon. But um, but my son uh, was a pound when he was born. Had a trach until he was ten years old, and um, has been through so many surgeries. So that's a whole other part of my life that's just been like crazy and why I waited a while to to play music because I was so focused on his health um and all the things we've been through and how many times I you know I thought I was gonna lose him and well being a special needs parent is a whole other thing um a whole other chapter in my life it's just been a crazy life which is where all these songs come from it's just like you know what I'm just gonna write about it and out came that album and album number two which I'm narrowing songs down for and then Hopefully album number three in a, in a couple of years. So, um, and that's just from this yeah. year's alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so just going to keep on, keeping on, make some music and enjoy my life. And then I'll settle down one day. We'll see. That's, it's lovely. I mean, to be able to just, like you say, keep on keeping on, even through all that crap, it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, Wow. I, I've, my heart really goes off to you. I, you know, I, I suffer with depression and anxiety and there's times where I just don't want to move. I don't want to move. And then when you talk about what you've been through, it puts everything into perspective. It really, really does. Well, you know, depression is such a, a terrible thing and so many people don't understand it. And I honestly didn't until Lyme disease really got me to that place. And it's one of those things that I didn't understand I was even going through um, because I was so sick and in so much pain and I was so depressed and like trying to fight through that. Um, it's terrible. And anxiety is just awful as well. Um, and my, my youngest sister suffers from just terrible anxiety. Um, and it's a difficult thing and to I hats off to you because that's not something that's easy to deal with but yeah you don't want to move like I know what that feels like there are days when I'm just like gosh I I want to hide from the world you yeah. know and then I start thinking about it and I'm like no like make yourself get up and music does that for me it drives me right now I mean every day I get up because I'm in so much pain with this foot and like 
the thyroid cancer surgery and like, you know, my Lyme disease in general, it's just been a lot. But every morning I get up at 4 a.m. and I just say to myself, I'm like, album, 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 <laughs> like, you know, like, you got to go get it to go get it. And like, I tell my manager, he's like, I don't know how you do it. And I'm like, I'm going to get it. I'll be darned. Like I am getting up. I'm going out today and I'm going to bust my butt all day long. And I'm going to, you know, make something of myself with this music thing. So yeah, I don't know. It's just, you got to find something to focus on and it's so hard to do, but, um, but I commend you because, uh, this podcasting is really awesome and you write, you're a great writer. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, the review is awesome. I really appreciate that. that. That's really, really kind. I mean, I do. Every, I don't get. I don't get paid at all for any of this. <clears throat> you know. So if there's anybody out there that does want to sponsor, hi. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I do this because of I love the genre. I love the music. I love actually speaking to people like yourself and listen about your lives because to me that is what shapes. The music, you know, it shapes how a person wants to sing or how a person wants to write music. And to me, I find the story of someone's life fascinating. I, I, yeah, wow, thank you. Well, no, thank you. I appreciate it, and um, I think it's amazing that you do this. It's really awesome, and it gives us a, a good outlet too, and people to talk to about our music. So I know I'm not the only one that appreciates that. Now to fi- uh, finish off. I want to talk about two topics. I want to talk about you coming to the UK, hopefully soon. And the second one is about your dog. <laughs> Pixie. Yes. So um, coming to the UK. Um, Please come something- soon. <laughs> so we are trying to figure that out. A lot of promoters have seen our live stream, um, which is just a tidbit of what you get live. I mean, we are insane on stage. Um, oh, I can picture so- it. Yeah, it's pretty stellar. Um, we rock pretty hard for a country group, but especially for girls. Um, yeah, it's it's a pretty pretty cool show. I believe in going to see a band, not just hear a band. So I don't focus more on putting on the band. That includes a lot of running around, and you know, my fiddle player usually runs through the crowd, and like we're we're just a little crazy. So yeah. Some- people don't forget so that's why we get a lot of the bigger shows and stuff so yeah we are actively trying to figure that out because we know our music is starting to do a lot over there and people are wanting us to come so um so trying to maybe line up some festivals for next year to where it makes sense for us to come over there you know yeah i mean we've got so many festivals over here now it's unbelievable we've got the long road festival and country and dixie fields it's just I'm I'm gonna upset people by not mentioning the festivals now, but there's just so many. It's it's brilliant and you definitely need to get yourself on at least all of yeah. them. Well, don't worry, I'm about to tap you for that list. So <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah, we definitely want to get over there um and meet some of the UK country artists as well that we see on the charts and listen to their music. Uh Danny McMahon and some other people that we see charting over there, Kelsey Bovey, you know, some of those. Um and we want to meet you guys. So, you know, I want to meet Carl Kendrick and uh, definitely want to get to see you and stuff. So we'd like to plan a good month where we're over there touring and meeting people. Well, as soon as you've got a date sorted, I'll make sure all my calendar's completely free, which is very rare. So I'll make sure it's empty for you and then we'll all have a, we'll all meet up. That would be wonderful. I would love that. Um, and then Pixie. Um, I am going to shoot you pictures of Pixie when we're done. <laughs> oh, so- I can't wait. 
Oh my gosh, she's adorable. And she sleeps at our feet every night. She's like, oh, she's so cute. And she's so cute with my little girl. Um, she's just the best dog. Um, yeah, she's very protective, <laughs> even though she's teensy weensy. <laughs> but she thinks she's a Doberman. Yeah. Um, what what breed? Yeah. What breed? Because what we talked about this just before we actually started recording. So everyone out there won't know. Oh, that's right. Um, Pixie <laughs> is a, a shipu. She's a Shih Tzu poodle. And so she's a little white, little fluffy dog. Um, yeah, she's super cute. Now, I just want to go back a couple of steps. You talked about Carl Kendrick. Now, you actually got an award for the SW20 Spring Festival. We did. We won Best Overall Performance, which I was, like, blown away because because there were 42 acts on there. I was watching the people. That's great. I didn't even know there was a category for best overall performance. I had no idea. And then when he started talking about it, and I was like, wait, is he talking about us? And then I started reading the comments, and people were already saying, must be diamonds and whiskey, must be diamonds. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, people loved it. But it was the most watched live stream of the festival, and we're so grateful to them. Um, really awesome. I mean, I know it's a bit easier for you over in the States to be able to put, like, the band together. I know with social distancing and stuff like that, but the amount that of... Was, it, was actually, it was actually really difficult because um, we all live a long ways from each other. Really? Um, oh, it took a lot of planning. That cost a lot of money to produce that um, with uh, the different camera angles and the production team. Um, it was actually really it took me about three weeks to plan all of that and get everyone together it was crazy and that there is why you've won the award because of the amount of dedication that you've put into creating a stream it's it's an event you know it's perfect well i feel like people aren't getting to watch live music so people try to get on a live stream but they're they're stuck doing a lot of acoustic stuff which is understandable because that's all they can do so when my manager was like, let's do this big, I was like, okay, let's do it. You know, so I wanted to give something different that people would be like, holy cow, wow, they really went all out, you know. Yeah. So it worked out. I mean, you could you could really picture yourself being in the in a crowd, you know, standing in front of the stage. I know we were just watching it on our iPhones and our phones and tablets and laptops, but you could really just picture yourself being in front of there and the band themselves live oh i can't wait till you come to the uk <laughs> i don't know if you can tell but i'm a bit excited yeah it's to come over there it's gonna be amazing i i'm excited to show what we can do because we really try to give you everything we've got okay so we're towards the end of the podcast now so normally what i do is i ask a couple of questions but because you're based in america you're american so you kind of won't understand some of the things i'll be talking about but first, before I start actually talking about that, shall we get your socials out there? Yeah, so we're Diamonds and Whiskey on Facebook, Diamonds and Whiskey Official on Instagram, and Diamonds Whiskey on Twitter. And we just started a TikTok. Woo-woo. A TikTok? Um, and it's diamondsandwhiskeyband.com. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I just started it. So I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> just as it's about to be closed down. I know, as we're about to be banned from it, but I understand why. <laughs> So the questions I like to ask is, we t- we have a cookie here, uh, we call them biscuits, called a Jaffa cake. 
and it's like a sponge mixed with a bit of it's got a layer of like a orange jelly on the top and then it's covered in chocolate now the question that i always ask is is it a cake or is it a biscuit because it's called a jaffa cake but it looks like a biscuit but you obviously i don't i don't think you'll you what you won't understand what that is or what i'm actually referring to <laughs> No, I don't, but it definitely sounds more like a cake. <laughs> what I'll do is I'll arrange to have some sent over so you can give us a sample, unless you're on a diet or any allergens. Oh, I, I'll I'll definitely try the biscuit slash cake <laughs> for sure. It sounds wonderful. We'll have, to, we'll have to get a live stream of your unboxing and trying yes next time we'll do this with video so that would be awesome (laughs) so the next question i ask is pineapple on pizza is it a yay or a nay for you oh absolutely yes there we go see yes the hawaiian yes of course pineapple and ham oh beautiful (laughs) okay so we now talk about like a night out so what kind of drinks do you like to drink when you go on a night out? If you go on nights out, that is. Oh, gosh, yes. Okay, every once in a while, I might get time to have a drink. <laughs> um, so I, my favorite thing to drink is sangria. I love sangria, um, especially with a red wine. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'm a pretty traditional, like, beer drinker. Like, I love Corona. Oh, <laughs> um, typical. Yeah, I'm a Corona and lime girl. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, and then I also love a Merlot, so I like to drink Merlot as Ooh. well. And, Straight red um, wine. Yes, I do. I favor red wine. I used to not. I used to be a Riesling girl, but um, then I went to a Malbec and then, then into a Merlot uh, recently. And, um, yes, I like wine. Um, I love a good beer, too, though. But I'm, I'm very – I don't get into the craft beers. They're a little heavy for me, so I like the – you know, the Bud Lights, Miller Lights, but Corona happens to be my, my favorite go-to beer. I mean, I can't, I can't lie. I've got to say, and especially on a warm summer's day here in the UK, a Corona with lime is beautiful. Exactly. When it's hot out, it's hard to beat a cold Corona. <laughs> so um, when I'm out by the pool, I want a Corona. When we're grilling, you know, with the lime, it's spectacular. <laughs> Whereabouts do you like to go when you go out for a drink? Do you like to go to bars or do you like to go to clubs or pubs if you've got them? So, yeah, my clubbing days are over, but I enjoy um, <laughs> that. Gosh, I'm, I never was much of a clubber. But, um, but yeah, there's a, there's a couple of spots. So I'm habitual. I like the same places. So there's a place in town called Partners in Wine, and that's like my favorite place to go have a glass of wine or a beer. Um, and it's so funny because people in there know me, so I'll even end up usually singing a song when I'm in there doing something. But um, that's my favorite place. But it's just a chill little wine bar. Um, and that's more my speed. I like the small little places where everybody knows everybody. And, you know, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun that way. See, that that's, 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 that's what it should be about, is finding where you're most happiest. I mean, some people like to just venture out, but I've always been like a home bird kind of thing. You know, you find a place and you nest down and, you know, this, right. is, this is where I'm going to go drink and I'm happy here. It's playing the music. Right. It's, 
that's me wherever I'm comfortable. I have to get comfortable somewhere. I'm not a social butterfly. People think I am because of the way I am on stage, but I'm actually not like I'm a homebody. And, um, when I find a place that I like, I pretty much go to that place and that's it. Yeah. Do you find yourself much of a introvert then? Yeah, I would say so. I don't, I don't talk to many people. Um, I'm very busy with my career and with the band and uh, I've got a close knit or close tight knit kind of group of friends that are my band and my manager and my family. Um, And that's it. Like I don't really, I don't venture outside of that much. Um, And then when I get to shows, I'm like a different person. I jump (laughs) on stage and I'm in your face and, and then I want to talk to everybody, but afterwards I'm exhausted. Like it wears me out. Like I can barely walk when I get off a stage because I leave it all out there. Like you get that monster um, that gets up there. And then when I, (laughs) When I'm at home, I'm not like that at all. It's so funny. She's my alter ego. She wears crazy makeup and and stiletto heels on stage. And then afterwards, I don't even know who I am. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> that must be so. That must be so exhilarating for you to be able to just let everything out. You know, on the stage, have that as almost like your like a pillar that people scream into when they're really angry. But you get to go on That's stage. Exactly- Oh my God, that's exactly how I feel. Like, exactly. Because if you watched our show, like, I mean, I start the show yep, almost yelling into the mic. I'm like, we are diamonds and whiskey. We're from Charlotte, North Carolina. We're happy to be here with you fine folks today. You know, like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. And then I am this monster for the next hour. I mean, just like, it's crazy. And then I get off stage and I'm like, whoo. Like, <laughs> like, I feel like I just basically did aerobics for a whole day because I jumped up and down. I ran around. I, you know, sang at the top of my lungs. Like I can give you everything I got when I'm out there. And then I need to sleep for three days after because I'm exhausted from it. But I get such an adrenaline rush that I don't feel any pain. It's the only time I don't feel pain is when I'm on stage. Like the pain stops, like from my Lyme disease, I have horrible arthritis. And like, but when I get on stage, I don't feel anything but happiness. And so I, I live for those moments. People are like, why do you do it? If it makes you so sick, I'm like, God, if you knew how I felt when I'm up there, like it's a, it's a, it's a passion for sure. Um, yeah. I love it. Yeah. How did you break your foot? Um, Was it on stage? The, uh, no, no. Although I have tripped a few times cause I'm like crazy, but um, I was in a car accident. Yeah. What, what yeah. happened with the car accident? Um, there were these two guys towing a car in the road illegally, like with a chain from one car to the next. Mm -hmm. And it was nighttime and they didn't have any lights on, so I couldn't see them. And so I hit them, um, and they were barely moving and I was going about 55 miles an hour. And so it was pretty fast and tore the front end off my car. So the, um, impact pushed into my foot and tore all the ligaments, um, in my foot. So the bones are like shifted to the right in yeah. my left foot and so it's a mess but um but yeah that's what happened I'm just happy to be alive that's, and uh yeah. yeah grateful for that that could have gone horribly 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 wrong oh wow yeah it could have been really bad I um, mean it was but it was um but it's manageable and life goes on keep on keeping on <laughs> so. <laughs> that's it keep on keeping on it's it's what it's about it's the whole mantra Yes, exactly. So I'm just going to keep driving it in people's heads so they go spend it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so thank you for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. 
Thank you for having me. This has seriously been the best thing. I love it. Thank you so much. I'm I'm glad you've enjoyed it. We've kind of we've touched some really very emotional topics, but then very light-hearted topics. I mean, I didn't ever think we'd start talking about sex in the theater at the start of this. I know, I know somehow we got on that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome though. Um, something I ha- also haven't talked about. So there's a lot of firsts in this podcast. So exactly. So be interesting for people. So as a final reminder, where can people get Keep On Keeping On? So it is coming out, I think tonight at midnight on Spotify and um, Amazon, um, iTunes, YouTube, and pretty much anywhere you find music or listen to it, it's going to be there. So I think there's 70 different outlets that it's on. So you can't miss it if you look for it. Midnight tonight, is that everywhere as soon as they hit midnight? So we'll get it before you do. You should, as far as I know. Five AM your time. I've missed. The, I think it, it cut out a bit there. Okay, yeah. So it might be midnight Eastern. So it might be morning time for you guys. Okay, yeah, because we're five hours in front of you now. I'm talking to right. you at twenty past nine now, and you should be uh, twenty past four. Yes, that's uh, it's 4.20, yes. Look at that. <laughs> I mean, my times are just so impeccable. <laughs> I know, you're so smart. <laughs> oh, I know, I, you know, good old Google. Oh, I shouldn't have said that out loud. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. It's been absolute fun talking to you. Uh, thanks for having me. I hope you have a wonderful night. And you too. Hopefully, sooner rather than later, you'll be here and we can actually go for a Corona and Lime. That sounds wonderful. I can't wait. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and I shall see you all next time. Bye for now. That was the Country Chat Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews, and general chit-chats on all things country music.